everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight's show is all about everyone's latest obsession. I'm talking about female ejaculation. Does it exist? I'm also answering your emails about getting into kinky, a range of penis issues, and is porn affecting your sex life? All this more on this episode of Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Listeners and friends, they're always asking me how to spice up their relationships. They all want to know how to bring the spark back. One great way is to add in some variety. Well, our good friends at adamandeve.com know all about that. Adamandeve.com is where you'll find all my favorite high-end toys like the Magic Wand and the Wevibe Tango as well as every formula of quality lube you can think of. You should all be using lube, by the way. I have made that clear. Try out Pure or Sliquid. Adam and Eve sells those as well. The folks at adamandeve.com are pleasers, so they put together a special deal for Sex with Emily listeners. If you order today and use code EMILY, they'll cut the price of almost any single item in half. Not enough for you? They'll also toss in three free DVDs and ship it all to you for free. And for a limited time, they will include a free gift. It's a sexy premium silicone pleasure ring. Rings are a great way to enhance intercourse, and if you haven't tried one before... This is the time. It can help guys stay harder longer while providing that crucial clitoral stimulation that most women need to orgasm during intercourse. Get your free ring, free shipping, free DVDs, and 50% off any item. Go to adamandeve.com and use code EMILY at checkout. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Because there, you will find a wondrous amount of gifts. And those gifts are my information to you about how to have better sex and relationships. Videos, blogs, fun things, and all that stuff. Because I'm all about educating you in a good way, in a fun way. Like on my Facebook page and Twitter. And you should follow me in all those places. Instagram, Sex with Emily. You're like um, the, the young... Up? You're the young, hot uh, doctor, Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth. I yeah. keep getting that, yeah. The, I mean, that's nice. It's the young, than... hot, thin, non-accented Dr. Ruth. I could do her accent. You put the penis in the mouth. No, that's she kind of talks that way. It's German. pretty close to that, yeah. I met her once. She's like 4'10". I interviewed what did her. She, what did she say to you when you met her? She was sweet because I'm Jewish. She's like really into the Jewish whatever. I oh, she's Jewish? Yeah. Dr. All Jewish. All. Mo- okay. A, most of the sex educators are Jewish for some what reason. What is that? What's that I all about? I don't know. I've tried they like to, the sphonts? I've tried to explain. You like what? They like the sphonces over there? I don't know what it is. I think that we don't have a lot of hang-ups around it. And like the schmegma that... What are you talking about? Like circumstances? I'm, I'm just trying to think of Yiddish words that I know. Oh, yeah. oh, we're just open. I don't know. I do know Yiddish words, but nothing's like What else you know? Morning. What else you got? I've got, oh my God, I've got. Schlep. They, got, they like yeah, to schlep the penis schlep, into the vagina. Schlep the penis in. It's such a, it's like if you use all these sex toys, you got to schlep them in the house. And then, okay, what else do I know? I heard a really funny one the other day that was so, my friend used it. I was like, oh, kibitzing. So do you know kibitzing? Kibitzing, yeah. You got to, you kibitzing over there. Yeah, so we're just like kibitzing. That's what you guys were all doing five minutes ago. Kibitzing. I, know, I love it. I'm like, let's Kimber do the goddamn Madison. show. I know. They're the best. So we were kibitzing. And then another one, do you want to hear? Okay, so when I was younger, oh, people can watch us on Ustream right now. 
I mean, if you're watching, Emily's you topless. Can watch us. Emily's topless. I'm topless tonight because, um, you know, hey, I just anything to get more. She needed views. the nips to breathe. Um, but what I was gonna say is, so um, when my legs, like when I was a little girl, and I'd be sitting on the couch, and my legs would be spread open, like not like the naked spread open, but not like like a lady, like with my legs together across. My mom would say, "Look at you, you're ungespread," and that means your legs are wide open. So what's the ungus and what's the spray? I don't know. I can't break it down for you word for word, but it's like some kind of Yiddish iteration, and she might even be off about that. So how are you, Anderson? It's great to I'm see good. you, because we weren't here last week because I was attending a series of a bazillion Yes, but before we move events. on from the Yiddish, so when you're receiving, for when, when a female is receiving the schwantz, the ungus spritz must be ungus spritted? Is she that was what you're just saying, saying I was, it wasn't yeah, lady. She was saying that your legs were akimbo. Yeah, okay, yeah. I and got you know, it. this is my other favorite one. If you waste money on something... Like money down the drain, she says. I used to go far from the gelt, and gelt is money. I know, but it's like I you don't know the fir- you don't know the first part. I used to go far from the gelt or something like that. Is it like that's, 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 it means you threw money down the drain? What a waste of money! Okay, it's very un-Jewish. Jewish okay, go. Okay, so Anderson. Oh yeah, you were at she, you were at AVNs or what? Oh my god! So last awards. it was friggin' insane. The last like twelve, I realized for like the last fourteen days, I've had sex-related conferences every night. Now, I know that sounds super exciting, and some of them were the porn awards. But um, I have to tell you, it was nonstop every night because some of it was like business. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you how it all broke down, okay? So because January is the big month, right, for like sex conferences and porn awards. And when I say sex conferences, it's like all the toys and the products. And So I first thing I had XBiz, which is the XBiz.com. They're like the, the trade journal for all the – sex industry they had a big dinner right so the dinner they had a dinner for a lot of executives in the sex world which is myself i'm, I'm an executive do they get cute with the menu or do they just serve straight chicken no, and they beef had, they said chicken and beef but speaking so guess who hosted the after party uh ron jeremy Our, he was there our buddy mr skin oh yeah awesome. so usually i go to these things i'm like i have a huge week i've got you know not only did i have a conference two days before that which i don't even want to tell you about because it was just there's too much to talk about tonight but I had my she conference. So anyway, I'm like, I'm not going to stay. You know, I want to see Mr. Skin. Say hi. And sometimes these parties seem like they're going to be. It was at the Andaz Hotel rooftop. It's like in West Hollywood. It's on, a pool. It's on Sunset, That's sunset. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like after the dinner, it's like people are going. You know, a lot of people are kind of. And you think people in the industry, everyone's kind of crazy wild. But people are executives, like selling toys and doing their things. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Skin's thing starts. And there's like naked women, like paint, you know, he Wait was making news. Go back. What's the Mr. Skin thing? So starts? it was an after so party. An so we have for... a dinner from seven to nine. It was like a very formal dinner. And then it's a Mr. Skin party. And he shows up. It was great to see him. And then like they put up all these, you know, like posters and like all these like movie posters of like, but really it was like Mr. Skin's face in it. And you could pose next to different celebrities. And then there's a whole outdoor area where there was all these, um, by the pool, but there was all these covered up lounges, so you could easily like tuck in there, and like people were like there was porn stars, so people started coming in in droves. Were like, people I thought banging the, around people the were having sex. Were there was they? like girls going down each other. There was bondage. There was porn. There was male porn stars, female porn stars. A lot of guests that have been in the show, like Mia Isabella. Do you remember her? She's like transgender. Yes, I porn do star. Yes, um, male porn star. She's like, let's see if he's really that big. She like grabbed his penis. I mean, it was. It was so they're at an after party. Yes. And they decide to all go to work. That'd be like going, like going to a plumber, big, you know, plumber bash, and then they get to the party, and they're all in the bathroom, like, working on the pipes. Exactly. 
Right. What, what, because you think that why? Because like why would they come to a sex? Because you think they do that because all the time? Because it's like they, why do they got to do work stuff? It's because like they're off work. They're supposed to be partying. They, they should were, be they banging. They were partying. They were they're porn stars. That's they're banging. It's not work to them always. Apparently they do like sex. And it's funny that you so that was that first night. And I ended up staying till two a.m. So every night I was going to go home early, but every night there was a fun party. So that was the first night. Mr. Skin, of course. I'm like, okay, crazy. I do love that guy. And I did invite my friend who's kind of like straight up and never been to anything. I'm like, I think because I'm sitting there going. This is actually kind of a good party. And not just because people, but there's like you'd walk in one room, like people having sex, but then not like it was a sex party and they were outside. It was private. But then inside, there's like people doing bondage and just people dressed up crazy. It was just, you know, porn, fun stuff. But then, funny you should mention that about the plumbers, because the next night was the X-Biz Porn Awards, right? And I was presenting. So those are like huge awards. It was at the some hotel downtown. And I was presenting some big Marriott. I think it was the Marriott or something. Some big hotel downtown, you said. Okay. Some big hotel. And these are the awards for, you know, there must be a thousand people there. These are also the X-Biz Porn Awards. And so I was asked to present an award. Which award? I was presenting the award for best sex toy of the year and also, like, most innovative design of the year. Oh, that makes sense. And then I got to go up on stage with another porn star who's, like, the MILF of the year porn person. And, um... And it was just really funny. And James Dean was the host, so I was backstage with him. You he's know, a surprisingly he's a normal, nice guy. He's yeah. like a nice Jewish guy from like the Valley. He's super Got cool. Got a big giant schwanz. And I have to say that oh oh, and then not the milf that I went up on stage to present with, but later on I was talking to this milf. She was nominated for like five awards with her husband, and they were full on like we were talking for a while. I was really interested because she was nominated for so many awards. She's like, and then he starts rubbing my leg, and I think they were trying to have a threesome. But I was like, oh, probably. I'm not it, into it. Got to get usually up early. just rubbing someone's leg when you. It after was awkward. Meeting them. I'm like, so you yeah. guys are swingers? Okay, gotta go. What were these milfs' names? Um, you know, I wish I could remember. I bet your listeners will know who they are. Some God, of them. the blonde. You know what? It wasn't even her real name. It wasn't the Nail and Palin bitch, was it? No, 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 no. Oh God, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'll tweet it out. Um, who, what her name was? Okay, so here's the thing, though. Oh, but the best toys that was exciting on stage got to give them away. To Best toy for meant Fleshlight. I was honored because you know I love the Fleshlight. And then the Revel Body, which is this really cool new toy that, um, you know the Sonicare toothbrush? Oh, yeah. So it uses that technology, and it's like an orb, and has like a suction. And like you can put it underwater, and like sucks on your clit, like providing you oral sex. But you can use it in all these different ways. And it was cool, and it won. And that was fun. Retrieve golf balls if you're if exactly you, you could train it. So that was that was like super fun. But I had to go home early because I had to. What do like, what do these awards look like? What are, what are the statues? Oh, look you like? got like a big statue. It's glass. Has your name on it. Is it classy nice. looking? I mean, you know, it's it looks phallic, but that's appropriate. You could have used a flashlight on it. Could you have? You could have used yeah, a flashlight yeah, on it. Sure, you could use a flashlight on anything. And I'm I met Mr. Flashlight. Oh, there is a Mr. Flashlight. Yeah, his family started. I mean, I've no, I met him once before, but it was just really cool to like meet all my like flashlight people and all the vaginas that are molded as flashlights. Um, but here's the best part. So it's this huge conference, right? And like, you could tell there's like people. Like, and meanwhile, the red carpet, it's every porn star you've ever heard of, and it's like miles long to get on the red carpet. So afterwards, I'm leaving because I really do have to rest for my big conference this weekend. I get down, I'm going down the escalator, this big escalator with my friend Michael from um, Crave. He makes those the vibrator necklace that I love, the Vesper. So we're going down the elevator, and then he's like, well, let's just go in here and talk real quick, get a drink. And there's a convention going on, a bunch of dudes. It's called the Beaver Convention. And I saw the sign when I came in that said Beaver Convention, and I'm like, is that a play on porn convention? I don't know. But it turns out it's for contractors, like construction workers, contractors. And so they're all, like, from Dallas, like a bunch of white guys, like – 
Like, and they, they thought I was a porn star because I was dressed kind of slutty and I came in there with my friend and not like they assumed like, are you part of the, we hear there's a convention going on and they were all freaking out and I gave them like my red carpet and they go upstairs and they were watching all the women. It was, they were like, it was the best thing they'd ever seen because they're like at a freaking construction convention called the Beaver Convention. That to me was hilarious. That's pretty great. So I, I bet a lot of people made a mistake and went into the Beaver Convention. Well, the Beaver, at first, I literally, I was like at a crossroads. I'm like, Beaver Convention, Porn Roads. I don't know what to do. But real quick, fuck all those guys. How about that? They're all in there laughing and talking about how they rip everyone off. Oh, yeah, and then oh, I tell them two workers? weeks, but really, I know it's going to be a month and double. Totally. <laughs> you I mean, that they're too? not the kind of guys I want. I do that too? No, that's, oh. that was the guy talking no, to No, totally, buddy. but they were just, the I'm just beaver. saying it was like the best night of their life because there's a porn convention. Okay, so then the big thing was the She Conference. You know, I've been talking about it she. for months. She, Sexual Health Expo. How'd it go? So that was, it was really cool because it was the first of its kind expo for individuals. Like I go to these things, it's like not open to the public, but this was for, you know, I've talked about this for weeks. People can come in, off the street, learn about sex education. Taught by sex educators would be two days. It is. Two, it was two days at the Sophie Tell. So Good they asked out. me, amazing, here's the thing. They expected like four to 500 tickets. 2,000 people showed up. So if that doesn't show you how many people are like craving for sex education. Shows you the power of M, I think. Of me. Anyway, I did bring a lot of people of M. M. Mm-hmm. It's true. I was on Kevin and Bean morning show and talked about it the morning Never heard long. of it. Okay. So anyway... The best thing was that, oh, the seminars were packed, the rooms, it was crazy. People sweating. I mean, there was sex toy booths everywhere. I mean, you know, like cool things. And people were like, I want to learn. I want to learn. And it was very inspiring and empowering because my favorite part of it was that I got to meet. I don't often get to meet. Like, remember your After Disaster um, live show? Yeah. I was so impressed at the improv. You sold out. People were, like, buying your T-shirts, like. You know what I mean? You get lining to meet the fans. up for autographs, yes. They're right. lining up for autographs. I don't I don't go out that much. Like I'm I'm like in the radio, I'm home working. Like it's not because I like have It's really cool anxiety. to meet the people yes. that support you. So yeah. I met all these fans who were there because I had a meet and greet. It was just so cool. And there were so many people that came in just to, to meet me and to go to the conference because they heard about it. And I must have met like five different women, which was interesting. We were like, one woman was like, you know, I was driving in the car listening to your show, and I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist always, but then I realized I want to be a sexologist. Like, how do I do what you do? There was like five women who were like, I want to do what you do. And I think that's interesting to warn them what and tell them not to do it. I'm like, well, you won't make it now. I said, yeah, like, go enough for it. with the competition. Get no, out. You know what? I'm My so field. supportive of anyone who – the we need more sex education in this world. So I feel like, you know what? Good for them. And good that looking, was amazing to me. Good looking My, crowd over there? Really good looking crowd, not sketchy crowd, not ke- creepy crowd, like a high end crowd who was just like, yeah, I want to learn about this stuff. This is hot. And so, um, and then I had an Emily and Tony booth there. So people, oh, here was another thing that was great. Oh, first, back up. Got to meet my fans. It was really cool. I love them. And then also, um, it was funny because you realize they really listened to the details. And Madison was there. You know, Madison, assistant producer, she was there. Who's Madison? You know Madison. She works for me. She's, She's my sister. sitting behind producer. me. Yes, yes, yes. And then people were like, oh, and Madison, you told that great story about the fleshlight. Like, they were so specific, and they knew. And it was it was a good time. So then we had an Emily and Tony booth. And the best thing is, I've been talking about my candles and my down under comfort for so long. But until you experience it, you know, it's the kind of thing, like, I'm trying to explain to you guys. Very hands-on, yeah. But people freaked out. They loved it. We sold candles. The whole thing was amazing. And people I have to slid say right out of that my people's, candles. Madison and Kimber... And, and, and my intern, Julianne, like they, I have the best team ever and I rocked it. And I just have to say that it was very gratifying and it made me very inspired and have a renewed passion for what I do. Very nice. Thanksgiving was two weeks ago, uh, two months ago. 
What happened then? Well, no, you're just thanking the people around you like people do but around I the just, holidays. But I love everyone. I'm more thankful No, they're great. Now. They're very, but very pro-positive. I the like these people. Mm. Okay. Also. And Ruby as well. And Ruby. Ruby Oh, my God. Ass. Ruby kicked ass. Yeah. Ruby always kicks ass. But she was at the conference, but she kicked ass prior to the conference. She did everything. Do okay. they, like, take one for the team? Like, if there's, like, a, like a stalker-type listener fan there that really wants to bang you, do, like, will they take them there away? There was and, a stalker there. Will they, will they take them away and they'll yes, go service them? Yes, there was a stalker there when I first walked in. And he was like, I was on CBS News. They did a big, they're doing a big piece on it. And he was like, you're Emily? Like, he was kind of stalkerish. And then a few people pointed out that he'd been there, like, all morning. Waiting for M? Yeah. Uh so we kicked him out. No, I don't know. Was it Rune, our video I think it was Rune. Rune was there. Rune, Rune was there? Rune was there, yeah. I didn't. I don't even, I feel like I've been talking about this for, way, I, I could tell you guys so many more funny stories, but I had to give out the awards, another award show, and Rune was there for that performance. What was the, uh, what was the award that you gave out for the other award show? It was the She Awards. So, so they also had an award show, and I gave out the awards. I was presenting them all. All of them. So, like, well, what kind of awards Reed, did they give out? Okay, so like the best again, sex toys, sex per, you know, like best sex educator, best um, lube, best new product, best technology, you know, all that stuff. But you know that the magic wand won for best toy, not a surprise. And Jeju, you know, I love my Mio. They, your they Jeju, won Mimi. for uh, best design. So it was uh, pretty cool. And then I got to, um, yeah, but I had to, what happened was a lot of, some of the people who won awards weren't there, so I had to be like, oh, Magic Wand, congratulations. And then I jumped in and they, you know, they were like, how do you feel about it? We feel great. People love it. And I was like playing two people. Oh, you were like actually yeah, presenting like, for other people. Yeah, I was like pretending I was them, accepting the awards. It was a good time. Did you take, so you, so you have like nine awards on your mantle at home now. I do. No, I didn't get any of them is the truth. But, um, okay, now on to sex information because I know that's why you're all here and Wow. I'm talking a lot. Okay. I mean, I always talk a lot. Okay. Women across the inter- internet defend their orgasms with hashtag not pee. Have you heard about this whole squirting debacle debate? Yeah. Her squirting is like really big right at this moment. Well, squirting is a new anal. I've been saying that, that people have been Squirting's obsessed. been around for a long time. No, it's been around for a long time, but porn has made it this thing that 10 years ago when I started the show, it was all about anal sex, and now it's all about squirting. However, listen to this study. A recent study published by the Journal of Sexual Medicine claims that there's a difference between female ejaculate and squirting. Female ejaculate comes from the skin gland in the vagina, while squirting is just pee. Women, women all over the internet have been outraged and have started the hashtag, hashtag not pee. They feel this study is embarrassing women who squirt. These women are afraid to let go and orgasm because they think they are urinating. The study is not helping them, and the study was done with only seven women, so it's suspect. Here's the thing. Seven women does not a study make. That's like me talking to like seven of my girlfriends at dinner and like publishing like a journal and something in the journal. Oh, you guys all had sex last night? That means that seven out of seven women have sex on a Tuesday night. Stupid. Okay. So the story has been blowing up the internet because everyone's talking about it and, you know, it's controversial. And there's always been a debate about it. There might be tat- traces of urine in it, but there, it is different. There are, there are, it's like the male prostate gland, it's the skein gland. What you know, people are just like, and my thing is, well, I'm gonna get in this to get it get into my thing in a minute because we actually have an email about it, coincidentally, that I'm going to tie into this. Watch this. Hi, Emily. <laughs> just wanted to say I love your podcast. I listen on iTunes all the way in New Zealand. My question is when I climax, a large amount of liquid comes out and I feel anxious about it when having sex. And although the sex is good, I won't let myself climax because of it. I recently read an article that it is urine. And now I feel even worse about it. Please help me. Is this normal? Thanks. Slightly embarrassed female. 
Okay, so this is the concern that women are now like, oh, it's hot. My boyfriend, I think it's hot. You know, no, it's, there's nothing wrong with some liquid coming out. You know, you have to be with someone who find, you know, who's comfortable with it, who finds it a turn on as well. If there's someone that you're with and you're like, oh, he doesn't like it, the sheets, he thought it was, then don't be with that person. If it's something that, because it feels different. It's not like we're like, oh, I'm pissing on this guy. I mean, just because there's traces of it, there's no reason why everyone's going to be like, oh, I'm not into squirting anymore, right? Um, and so I feel like don't stress on this, my friend from New Zealand, because if it feels good to you, again, you got to be with a partner that supports you. And here's what you got to say. Ready? Um, women should not feel self-conscious about it if you're like – and like 10 to 54% of women squirt, okay? So tell your partner next time, hey, you know, if you're embarrassed or you're like, oh, God, I'm worried about it now, just, hey, guess what? This is something that happens to me from time to time and it's it, – you know what it means? It means that our sex is that amazing. And so let's throw, some, throw down some towels and throw down. But, but no one actually has been upset with her, right? She's just speculating. She's now she's worried. Yeah, but yeah, I this mean, is so funny because we hear this all the time on Loveline as well. And it's 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 if women only could, I guess you guys have heard it, but just believe us that if the more you produce, the better. There's not a guy out there except for the occasional like freak germaphobe. Phobe. Most guys are looking for squirters. They it, want you guys to do it, but all of you across the board think that it's a bad well, because thing. Because this, well, first of all, people already were concerned about it, but now this study, this 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 study that I, I think has no validity, is saying it's peak. well. There's seven full people. Yeah, seven full that's women a, said it partially it was urine. So you know, even if it was urine, you're not going to die. No one's going to die from being urine. Urine sterile. And it's true. And it's always, you know, been known to have partial urine in the female jacket. So it's a lame I'm sure, study. I'm sure that semen has partial urine in it, you know? Exactly. Well, I don't think so. I'm but, sure it does. But why is there a debate about female sexuality by men is what I want to know. Like, you know, they always want to know, like, is the G-spot exist? You know, is it a clitoral orgasm? Are we really squirting or not? I mean, who cares? We don't sit around and go, was that really pre-com? We should study. Maybe that wasn't pre-com. Maybe it was pee. Like, Maybe it was pee. But, but see, these are it just pisses me off. Like, let us just take care. If we're all having a good time, why the hell do people care? Let's spend your money like curing cancer. Thanks. That's how I feel about that. Okay, back to sex in the news. What? How do you feel about it? No, I, I think it's ridiculous. I think the fact that there's so much uh, time and energy and money is spent I mean, on... Dr. Drew talked about it on HLN. I'm going on his show tomorrow on his radio show to talk about it. Like, uh, people are freaking out. It's just the way that the, uh, the, the the news is set up. It's it's just the flavor of the day, and everyone's going to talk about it for a week. They're going to forget. They're going to move on and talk about something else. They're so just going to keep on squirting on, squirting on. Uh-huh, keep uh-huh. on keeping on. Pisses you off. I get it. It does. I get it. Okay, it pisses so, you off. I get so, it. So okay, it pisses me off, people. We had a squirter in here who she squirted all over Mike. Joanna afterward. Angel. Yeah. Let me tell you about that. But she, it was. I was in that room and I was shooting the video and uh, I heard her say to her friend, oh, "Thank God I have to pee right before." That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, some, that was pee. Joanna Angel wants to come back on and do it again. Come. I so get it was it. called like the Squirtathon or something. And Mike was wearing, this was a few years ago, and Mike was wearing, like, goggles. It was so, like, radio. But then goof. Drew was like, oh, yeah. my God, we can't put Drew's this on the like, radio. I need to leave. But then, right, but then but then Joanna, I saw, oh, so Joanna Angel has a new line of toys by Kink Lab, I think. Oh, I want to get this right. Can someone look this up? Joanna Angel's new toys. Do a little fact check. She gave me the coolest, like, she's this bondage gear. It's got, like, a whip and, like, it's really high-end, beautiful stuff. Bondage, like, um, restraints, a whip, a paddle. <laughs> A blindfold, and she gifted it to me, which was so sweet. So everyone, if you like Joanna Angel, she's been on the show a bunch, and um, go buy her toys because they're cool. I have to find someone to uh, to use it with, but it's on my list. Okay, women, sex in the news. 
Women on top is the most dangerous sex position science tests more scientists conclude. Seriously, can we cure other things here? Scientists claim the cowgirl, cowgirl position is responsible for half of the penile fractures during sex. Not Next most dangerous is doggy style at 29% of penis fractures. The least dangerous, of course, is the boring missionary. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't have to be boring. Uh, with 20% of boner breakers, men on top helps the man control the movement during sex and minimizes the risk of breakage. Women on top has women with all their force on the penis, making it more likely for more breaking. What abs? How many penises are really getting break, broken a year? And a lot of women are more likely to have an orgasm if they're on top. Does this mean that people are going to stop having sex on top now? What? Really? I'm, I'm knocking on wood as I say this. What? But yeah, most people who are who are breaking their 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 penises over there, they don't know how they're how to do it. They're being too vigorous, and you just gotta, you got to calm down. That being said, I really hope I don't break mine. I've heard it's incredibly painful, and I can see how no, it happens. I, honey, I hope you don't break yours, dude. I hope no 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 one but listening. Most, most people that break it, I think they're just getting way too into it. And they're thrusting, they're jackhammering. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they and then it pops out, and then it pops in in a weird angle, or hits something else, and the next thing you know, broken. Yeah. But it's not, and a lot of people. You'd be surprised, Emily, how many people think there's actually a bone in, in the wiener. Right. There's not. No, but you can most, fracture Most it. animals have a bone in their penis, right. but not not the human man. And it's funny because we call it boner, mm-hmm. which is my favorite It gets word. hard as a bone. But, it does yeah. get hard as a bone, sometimes. <laughs> um, we hope. Okay. Condom purses promote safe sex and break down stereotypes. So, okay, this reminds me of a funny story. So there are these condom purses, right? So remember we've been talking for few months about how like do women carry condoms do they not why don't they like you know you know you're gonna have sex with someone but women don't want to be seen as you know whatever forward but I think women I think this is brilliant like why not have condoms with you because you know you're gonna get in the moment and you're like oh I don't have one. Oh, I don't have one either let's just do it and you're drunk or whatever you should always use protection people I feel like they just they don't use enough protection and I feel like condoms are an easy thing to throw in your purse and now there are condom purses but the funny thing was the other night after she Kimber Madison who worked with me my loves came to my house and we were having dinner and I was going to have sex with someone and I was like oh god I don't have condoms <laughs> I was after wait a dinner minute, wait wait a minute this guy that I have sex with sometimes okay well so was that a scheduled sex date well it was more of like let's hang out because just it sounded like it was going to be either Kimber well, or I'm, Madison the way that you you said that the I was going to have sex with we're them. all my house we're having dinner I'm about to have sex oh, with God, someone. Oh God, I'm jumping around. No, we were all talking. We were hanging out for a few hours. We had dinner. We were laughing, having a good time. And then this guy that I knew I was going to hang out with. What time did he? Oh, it wasn't like, like 11 o'clock, and he started texting you. No. no, no, we're friends. Like I knew we had plans, FWBs, and I knew that he was out of condoms because I like. I provided so I love these condoms. They're they're called Skin S K Y N, and they're not latex. They're polyisoprene, and they um, like if you have latex allergy, but they're super thin. And their whole thing is like next to wearing nothing, but it really does feel that way. But you, it's strong. It's not going to break. So anyway, I was like, you guys, I don't have any condoms. And they're like, what do you mean you don't have any condoms? I'm like, I, because they did lifestyles. Who owns lifestyles and skin sent me like a, literally, I have a thousand condoms in my house. At my office, but none in my house. I'm scavenging around. I don't have condoms. So I had to bring some home from the office. And now they're in the front seat of my car. I thought it was a funny story. What? Are you confused that I don't have condoms? Yeah, I don't know why you want to just I, because bring Because I think like, I brought them home. all. No, because I, I think because I did, and then I brought them all. Because when I moved to my new office, I brought them all there. I just, you know usually I don't have do. sex in my house. I have other people. Here's what you got to do. What? Your front door at your uh, house. Yeah. With your Russian landlord, you gotta like uh, just plaster condoms like all over your front door, like like decorate it, like wallpaper. 
That's not a bad idea. It'd be kind of cute. Like used condoms? No, not used <laughs> condoms, Emily. Okay, so um, this is the whole thing about the condom purse is that you're about to get lucky. Are you covered? Um, World's AIDS Day, which happened on December 1st. That's a terrible day. As a reminder that carrying and, of course, using condoms can be a life-saving decision. So fashion designer Maggie Kervick and lifestyle condoms want to show you that being protected can be fashionable, too. So they teamed up for a line of vinyl bags made to look like skin condom wrappers, part of the I'm Covered. Oh, skin. See, they love them. I'm Covered campaign. So I'm just saying it's a great conversation piece, and women, you should carry your goddamn condoms, and so should guys. Okay, uh, when we come back, we're going to dive right into your emails because I love hearing from you at feedback at sexwithemily.com. But first, a word from my amazing sponsors. Okay, everyone. If you've listened to the show the last couple months, you've probably heard me talk about a unique product called The Womanizer. A while back, the owners of the company asked if they could send me one to test out, which, of course, you know me, I agreed to it. I own and review a lot of toys, and I was fairly confident I've tried every category of product around, but I was wrong. The Womanizer was designed in Germany, and unlike anything else on the market, it indirectly stimulates the clitoris using suction. It's kind of like a sexy ear thermometer. It has a silicone cylinder on the face that you place over your clitoris, kind of like how a partner might use their mouth. And while it's on, you can vary the suction and move it around to create an amazingly intense experience. In fact, most women in their focus group achieved orgasm in one minute. That's right, a 60-second orgasm. You can just knock it out if you want. So I tried the Womanizer, and they weren't kidding. It's amazing. The suction is adjustable, and you can position it to create so many different sensations. It's The Womanizer is really in a category of its own, and I suggest you check it out for yourself. Go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Womanizer banner for more information. Okay, let's get into some emails here from the people that we love. So thank you for emailing me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love it. Dear Emily, my wife of seven years has always been very conservative in the bedroom. Recently, I brought a vibrating penis ring to spice things up a little. She had never used a vibrator of any kind before, and she loved it. Now I think she's addicted to it and suggests using it every time, which is fine by me. I love the increased pleasure she gets from it. Also, you discussed a penis extension toy that you gave as a gift in a recent episode, and I've been thinking of getting one. The thought of her experiencing something bigger is exciting to me, and I think she'll enjoy it as well. My only concern is that she may like it so much that going back to just my penis will be less than satisfying. Do you think I'm opening a can of worms by introducing her to a bigger experience? Thanks, Mike. Okay, Mike, here's the deal. I love to hear that you and your wife have seven years. You're opening it up. You're trying new things, and she's been conservative. This is great. She's not addicted to the penis ring, okay? And the thing is is that I really hope we've come this far that, again, 10 years ago when I started, I always had to preface every talk about the sex toys. or like, no, guys, don't worry. She's not going to leave you for her vibrator. You know, it's fine. It is an enhancement. It's, it adds to the experience. So while she likes having sex with you, it's like it's like putting sprinkles on your sundae or something. It's like why you, you can just have the whipped cream and the chocolate sauce, but you're like, oh, that, that's really good. So it's not that your penis wasn't doing it for her. It's just a different experience. And great sex is all about variety, switching things up, which is exactly what you're doing. So I think, Mike, you're doing everything right. How amazing that after seven years together – seven-year itch, a lot of couples are like, eh, we're not having sex anymore, it's over, that she's trying a penis ring, good for her. Um, they're really fun because they go on your penis, 
and they vibrate like the Mio, the Jeju Mio is one of my favorites and um, makes it even more orgasmic because it hits her clitoris and I'm sure the vibrations feel good for you. So if you're really worried about it, I say go sex toy shopping, go to a store near you, go to Good Vibes and get some more toys so you can add in some diversity. Maybe you get her like a G-Spot toy that you can insert or you get like one of these wearable vibes, which is... um. Like, there's all these new technology now where you can actually control them, remote control via Bluetooth. Like, the Oh My Bod makes it, and um, Jeju's coming out with one. So, like, try new things. Um, I think it's amazing, and don't stress on this. The next thing, penis extenders. Okay. He's talking about the big black penis extender that I gave as a joke to Mike Catherwood on Loveline. You remember that, Anderson? So my cat- yeah, because it floated around from studio to studio. He like carries for three it with him months. to like parties and stuff. So it was a joke because he sort of has an obsession with black penises, like googling them online. But so I gave him one, and it is a penis extender that slides over your penis, and it can make your penis larger, like a big dildo, like it's silicone but with more girth. Again, if you want to try one of those, um, I actually never, I've never tried it. I mean, you might want to just, I mean, maybe you could. She'll like that. You could try it. You could also just try using like a vibrator, like a, um, you know, like a G-spot insertable one. Like if you go to Good Vibes and you put like the, just inserting it into it and see how that feels. But again, just because this penis extender that you put on felt different to her, we're talking different, not better, variety, you could try one. But let me just be clear here that when I say penis extender, there's other things. There's these penis extenders that are like stretchers and you go online and like, oh, extend your penis, you know, it's like. Can, you know, length and girth, and it's safe and it's natural and non-invasive. It's like, and the closest thing to penis surgery, it's, it basically says that you're gonna, oh, that your penis is gonna grow. That stuff is BS. So I think you're talking about the one that slides over your penis, but you know, you're already tripping on. See, here's the thing, Mike. I feel like you're too concerned that she's gonna like leave you for all this stuff. You guys are together seven years, and she's having better sex. I feel like all, like I'm giving you a thumbs up, and all roads point to your sex life exploding even more. So keep on doing what you're doing okay dear emily i've been with my girlfriend for over a year now things are going great and i love her i recently found out how freaky she's willing to get in bed and i love it the thing is i know some things she's done that i haven't experienced yet and i would like to try them with her but she now has the been there done that attitude how can i talk to her to let her know i'd like to try these things signed dave like what? Does, she, does he give examples? Well, he doesn't. This is why we have to start taking call. Or like, what a bitch. I, I feel like a lot of. But this is the other thing. Okay, if you email me feedback at sexwithelmy.com with your questions, tell me your age always and where you're from. I would just that would help me. And also the kinky things. Like if you would give more details, but don't make it longer. Just give me some details that would help me with these concise situations. and to the point. And then what I think we're going to start doing is actually scheduling some of these people to call into the show and ask the questions, or we'll start taking callers again if we have. Yeah, I that. think the new studio might be able to do but that. But anyway, here's the deal. Good for you also, Dave, trying to, trying new things with your girlfriend. I love that she's willing to share experiences with you and you're not judging her. Because think about it, Anderson. A lot of couples can't handle hearing about their partner's past. Yeah, we always say on Loveline, uh, more mystery, less history. Exactly. And I actually typically advise against it because, you know, guys are never going to forget, especially the number conversation. Like if you said you had sex with twelve guys, all he's thinking is like those twelve penises were inside. Oh, the I don't vagina. think girls have any idea. 
Like I used to obsess about it. Like I knew way too much about every single right. guy with some of these girls. It was it was disgusting. They told I you just, too I'm, much without asking. I'm ashamed of myself. No, usually like and then it would be like a tooth that I kept like, you know messing with, like a sore tooth, and I kept going back and asking more details right. and looking for stuff. I was like, it's like watching a train wreck. I was like a sexual, train wreck. Uh, uh, yeah, like I was a detective. It was bad and for no reason. It did no good. But a I was car just crash. Obsessed. What do they say? Like watching like a trait. Like I was gonna say a kid. sexual Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. So why do we all we all want to know? I mean, I, I get I understand if you're in a healthy relationship with someone who can handle it, you know, that's great. He's actually inspired by it. But there's a lot of people who I just think sex is not something you want to talk about on the first or second date. Like I did this. Crazy well, he thing. didn't say that necessarily. He no, just they've said been that, together. No, they're good over a year now. Yeah, I'm but glad. like she knows she's been down some kinky roads. So obviously he probably heard about it. No, somehow. she told him. So. I think it's great she's willing to share experiences and they excite him. So I think that's cool. He's not judging it and freaking out. But just because she's been there, done that, doesn't yeah. mean that, like, she's done with it. And he's she like, doesn't... he's insecure. Like, she's, oh, she's been, I don't even know, I had kinky sex. She's been tied up in a dungeon. He and... says that she's giving him that vibe. That, like, she doesn't want to But I don't anymore. think it's true. I think that's his, men and women are very insecure about sex, as we can see. Like, they're, you're insecure that you're not going to, you're already insecure that you're not going to perform, that you're not going to stay hard. They're going to ejaculate too quickly. And now you're concerned that she's like, oh, yeah, been there, done that. But I can tell you, if she'd been there, done that, and she enjoyed it, she definitely wants to try it with you. So continue the discussion because the discussion, because this is such a good way for couples to, like, expand their sexual bucket list. So say, hey, you tried that. And then I think that you, Dave, should tell her some things that you've been wanting to try and just open up the conversation. Are there things that you haven't done that you want to try together so you can experience new things together? And then regarding the things she's already done, you can let her know that, God, you know, when you told me about being tied up in that dungeon or whatever, you being tied up and blindfolded, that sounds so hot. I'm totally doing that too Saturday night. Uh, I don't know, though. Do you want to, like, take her back? Because now she's going to be thinking about the last time she did it but with that other guy. it's not exclusive. Just because one guy did something, he doesn't mean you can't do it again. And it's different with every partner. Right. Like Every time you got a blowjob, was it different? Yeah. Okay. Snowflakes. Right? But no, just, no, what I'm saying is she's not, been there, done that, but not with him. So now she can never be tied up or have anal sex again or right. well, have sex outdoors because it was kinky. Like It'd be like, like she went to Disneyland with her ex-boyfriend. She's like, I've already been at Disneyland. I don't need to go again with you. Dude, I've been to Mexico with every single boyfriend. I don't care. That's Emily's Disneyland, um, Mexico. Exactly. So if she's already done, you know, I believe she, and like, no, like, okay, no two sexual experiences are alike. So I think if you want to educate on some more kinky stuff, you know, watch porn together, go shopping, listen to my podcast, buy my book, okay, Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Can Try Tonight, which I never talk about anymore, but it's a really beautiful book that, and I say beautiful because the illustrations it are It is cool, a beautiful book. But it's not intimidating, and you can just, lit- oh, I keep saying literally, what's the word on Loveline that we- Basically. Basically, okay. Literally. You just open it to any page and be like, oh, we should try that position hey, tonight. you stole that from me. What? I told you that's what I've done. With that book. Oh, you did do that. No, yeah. but I, I've been saying that. But what, what, page, works, what page did you open to? I'm not to? getting into details there, Ems. But what you do is you just have the book on your coffee table. You're like, all right, who, who wants to cut the deck tonight? Yeah, cut it's the deck. fun, right. Yeah. And the pictures are amazing. We took, like, the pictures are beautiful sensual, illustrations. Beautiful yeah, pictures, they're yeah. sensual, but they're, they're not like, creepy. And- uh, they'd be creepy if they're framed on your wall. I should frame them on my, well, my wall, my office. If I went to a guy's house and like, uh, his, like he had those framed on his wall, I'd, I'd want to leave his house pretty soon. Yeah. Well, it's a very <laughs> you know inviting I mean? book. And if you buy it, it's like 13 bucks. On, I love that book. It's a great book. Oh, I'm so glad. You buy it um, from my website. Click on the banner on my website because then I get like five cents, maybe. Just help me support what I'm doing. 
Okay, so I think it's you're got all so good. It's so insecure. There. No, no. I did? Buy it on your website because it helps support it. Maybe helps you support can make my another show. book. I mean, you could buy it on Amazon, but you could also buy it on my website. Yeah, I, and I do want to make another book, and, I, and people do love it because we had it at the show on our, my table, and people were like, oh my God. And it's just like, you know, you write it, well, you don't know, but you write a book, and your publisher promotes it, but, you know, they move on. But the book has been very successful, and it's beautiful. Okay. That's why I got a slur about my book. Dave, you're all good. This is interesting because the last two people are insecure about um, what their partners are going to think about their performance. And I just have to say that, you know, they're with you because they're turned on by you. And sex, again, should be expansive. And you guys can learn this together. And no woman is sitting there going, God, I hope he doesn't let me down tonight. He's really letting me down. She's just thinking I'm turned on. So don't worry about it. Sex is fun. Sex is fun. Hashtag sex is fun. Okay. Another email? Let's do, another, let's do another email. You got time for another email. Do I really? That's so awesome. Okay. Hello, Emily. I'm an older man, and porn really gets me in the mood. I love my wife. We've been married for 20 years, but the sex isn't as good with her as it is with myself when I watch porn. So I'm wondering if I should stop watching it. I view it once a day, and I use it to masturbate. When, I've, when I have sex, the climaxes are not as intense as my masturbation orgasms. During intercourse, it takes me more than 20 minutes to orgasm, and my erection lasts for up to an hour after sex. Thank you, Will. Well, Will, you just presented the other thing on everyone's mind besides wording, and that's this, you know, the impact that porn is having on men right now who are, you know, we've always had porn since the beginning of time, and now... It's everywhere, and there's so much of it that people keep raising the bar, and your brains are actually getting rewired to, like, the images that you're seeing, the graphic images that you can never replicate your sex life because there's not going to be 18 hot women with amazing makeup and fake boobs giving you a blowjob at once. It's probably just not going to happen or whatever it is that you're into. So um, it's a great question, and so I just think that what you got to do is how was the sex with your wife before the porn and – you know, so was it good then? Because you asked me if you should, he asks if he should stop watching it. And I want to know, would she be interested in watching it together? Because I often suggest that for couples that, you know, there is female-friendly porn. There's lots of different sites that she might be into, and you could watch it together. And also, what if you introduce some new things? Because a lot of the porn is like the adrenaline, the excitement of watching new things that you're getting stimulated by. And so you, that's turning you on more. But what if you you know, tried some toys in the bedroom or tried a massage candle or tried talking dirty. I mean, I know you're like 20 years. Get over the part that it's awkward that you've had sex the same way over and over again because it's not going to get any better than that. I mean, it's not going to get worse than where you're at now. It can only get better. So I think if you really believe that the porn watching is becoming a problem, you're no longer as hard, that you should try to masturbate without porn and also cut back on your masturbation time so you can get back to that feeling of craving sex with your wife, which is what you want. And so, you know, it's like mixing things up. It's um, it's like people ask me that about sex toys or when they masturbate. Like, is it okay that I use this toy? I mean, sure, it's fine if you get off that way, but it's like cross-training. You know, you like cross-train at the gym. You're like, oh, one day I'm going to work on my shoulders and I'm going to work – you got to work different muscles, different exercises. Like, don't if you run every day, you won't be in good shape. So, if you only masturbate the same way, I mean, you'll still have an orgasm, but try like tempering down the porn and then with your wife bringing some of that into the bedroom. So, cross train sexually. That should be my next book. Like, left hand oh, on this. Damn, day. I just gave it away. Um, so, right yeah. Right hand. Right hand, left uh, hand. What do you think? I mean, guys, upside down off the that's couch. why I always talk about the flesh. I'm like, dudes, you guys do the same goddamn thing all the time. 
With your masturbation. Not when you get the flashlight out there. I know. Always different. Exactly. Hey, it's going to get worse, too, this whole porn thing. I know. What are we going to do about it? I mean, they got the virtual reality thing. This is like right around the corner. Oh, I, I saw where... some things of the show. Yeah. The... There was a movie from the 80s that freaked me out. It was supposed to be The Future. Uh, and it was uh, Christopher Walken was in it. And this guy actually died because he, he was doing the virtual reality thing. And he just had it on a loop like for the part where he actually climaxed. And it killed him. And it freaked me out. It scared me. No, that was good. before the internet too. Well, when I was exactly. Kid. Well, now it's just like it's just that, that the levels. Guys are like, God, I could never watch this. And then they right, and then it keeps suggesting more, and then you keep watching more and more porn, and your brain changes what turns you on. I think it might be kind of good though in the long run. Might thin the herd po- a little bit. People might stop having so much sex and uh, you know populating the earth. Dude, just use protection. Are you serious? That is so everything uh, I'm against. I know, I know, but still, it's kind of true. It's not true at all. Oh, if people wore guidance protection, okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, but I think that, yeah, you're worried about the population. It already is dying. I feel like people are having fewer children than they used to, if that's really your concern. But the porn thing is not going to die down. And my, my concern about porn, too, is that, you know, that that is how a lot of young people are learning to have sex oh, now. That's like where they're first seeing sex. I mean, I'm that's why everyone's I'm a lot older. And that was the first time I ever saw sex was, was porn. Right, and that's, that's how you thought you should have sex. And, and I... I think I should just say this every show. That technically, because of what you see in porn, which is mostly geared towards men, is made to visually stimulate what guys want to see. So the way he's pounding on her or doing... If you look closely, it's like nowhere near her her clitoris or her hot spots. It's, it's, it's not way, the way you should technically learn to do anything. I mean, you might be inspired by some You're things. Right. But it's like... How is she screaming an orgasm when his penis is like 10 feet away from her clitoris? Like, what? It'd be like if there was a basketball channel and it was like people <laughs> just running with the ball and smashing into each other and like it was like tackle basketball and no one dribbled. It's like, that's not how you play. It might be exactly. exciting to watch it that way, but don't learn to play basketball. That's why that I'm way. so conflicted. That's why I feel like kids, you know, and also Scarletine is a great website if you want to learn like technical sex education or listen to my show. But I'm not going to like go off on anti-porn. But... Hey, let me ask you a question. Sure, go ahead, Anderson. First yeah. time you ever saw sex, was it your vagina or was it uh, somebody else's? Um, I don't even remember. I'm sort of, rep- I was very repressed. The first time I saw it was, I think, in porn. Yeah. See, like, I never thought about this before, but like, you know, I was born and raised in Southern California, so I can't remember the first time I saw the ocean, but I talked to people that moved out here in their teens and they talk about how it was like such a, an amazing experience. Right. I can't remember. Like, it would be really cool if the first time I ever saw sex was like, me but right, it wasn't it was put, strangers on a two-dimensional screen exactly i mean I, Ruined. Yeah, I know i don't remember the first time i saw i think it was some kind of like sketchy it was one of those when they used to have it on hbo and it was those like emmanuel films where they were like fuzzy you couldn't really get them yeah where it's like wait, wavy porn and then yeah. if you wait like it'll freeze frame for like a half a second yeah, yeah exactly. like, oh, i saw a nipple um and another thing i want to say about that wait, 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 wait something that you just brought up was um porn and then See, oh, the first time I saw the ocean, I was in Florida when I was seven, and I remember, and it was a very moving experience, and I love the ocean. Just getting back to that. Okay, everyone, I love you. Anderson, how's your podcast this week, uh, Film Vault? Anything that we need to know about it? Oh uh, yeah, it was a really good one. We uh, we did a little preview for Sundance every year. We talk about Sundance, oh. uh, and Sundance is going on actually right now this weekend. And we kind of highlighted uh, some of the bigger films that are that are showing up. There more interesting films that are showing up at okay. Sundance. Yeah, cool. That's a good one. Okay, and pretty oddcast Rune Kincaid, who also is working the U- the UStream here. You got to check out his podcast and. That's what I got for you. Everyone follow me. Yeah, on... I think uh, his last one was actually about the sexual health expo. Oh, he expo. came. Right. Yeah, that's why right. he and Lindsay were there. It was uh, not only to try and get it on with each other or other people, 
but uh, to learn stuff and do a podcast. Sex already. Maybe that should be their next podcast. Um, okay, everyone. So please, if you if you want more sex information or just want to like laugh during the day and have a good time, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which is all sex with Emily. And yeah, that's what I got for you. Thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. You would not believe how excited everyone here at the office got when the latest care package from WeVibe showed up the other day. Over the past few months, they got to review the Rave, the Nova, and the Tango from WeVibe. And everyone knew what was in this delivery. The amazing touch. We love the touch. The touch is a wonderful little clitoral vibe that looks as sexy as it feels. It's perfectly palm sized and has a sculpted shape that lets you change up the sensation depending on how you move it around. In addition to its gorgeous shape it actually is gorgeous the touch is made with a silky smooth medical grade silicone and it lasts up to 90 minutes on a single charge it's totally waterproof body safe and easy to control i could go on and on about it the touch is technical details but what really matters is how it feels which is truly amazing everything from the size to the shape to the power it's just exactly right i love the touch it's great to use on your own or with a partner because it's like fits in the palm of your hand so if you're ready to join us as part of the touch fan club head over to sexwithemily.com and click on the touch banner you'll love it